This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 220, How to Perfectly Present Speaking Part 2 Places. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, find out how to answer the question when you're asked to describe a place on speaking part two. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> what? You're laughing already? What's I know. What's I'm laughing. I know. I know because I <laughs> greet you in the same way every time. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny? I've been thinking about this idea lately, how sometimes we annoy ourselves with yeah. like our repetition. Um, like for example, so lately I've just, you know, there's been some, just a lot of difficulties for me to deal with. And when I'm mm-hmm. talking about these difficulties with friends and family, I feel like every single thing I say, I end it by saying, but it's fine. Like it doesn't oh. matter what I'm saying or how horrible it is. I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. The world is going to end, but it's fine. And I'm like oh. annoying myself because I say the word fine just like a thousand times a day. <laughs> Do you think that your friends and family get annoyed with that or is that just you that notices well, that? Well, that, that's the question, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like I don't, I don't even notice that you say that you greet me in the same way every time. Like no. that doesn't. Like come up in my mind at all. But when you recognize it to the other person, then they do start noticing. Yeah. It's so interesting, like what we notice versus what other people notice. It can be so different. And we just sort of, we have a tendency to assume that other people are looking at the world in the same way. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's, there's two parts to that, that, that's, that I've actually also been thinking about these ideas lately, how, um, you know, like you think other people are judging you like you judge yourself. Like if you look in the mirror and I, if I look in the mirror and I notice like, two little zits on my chin or something. And I'm just convinced that everybody is staring at those all day when most people don't yeah. notice them. But then it's it's this other idea of turning your perspective outward. Like I judge the world in a certain way and have expectations. And I think other people are the same, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. And that can lead to all kinds of things when it comes to like working and, and with your friends and their lives and people being on time and maybe not yeah. being on time, yeah. for example. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good example. That's a great so, example. Um, I, I think we just need to be aware of the way we see things and just know it's not the same for everyone. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. And we yeah. could, we could turn this idea of the, the first part, the looking inward, um, for our mm-hmm. IELTS students and really looking at your abilities and being self-aware. 
what are you strong at? That's important. We need to be positive. But also, what do you need help with? You have to admit sometimes that you can't teach yourself how to write a task one essay. You can't teach yourself what the examiner wants from you in terms of pronunciation. Um, (laughs) So that's when we seek out a course like ours, right? The three key success success (laughs) system because we tell you guys exactly what you need to do to turn your weaknesses into your strengths. Yeah. I think we have to be careful of our tendency to want to focus on what we do well, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think we we had a question or something from a student way back who was really good at speaking and not so good at writing. So she spent all her time preparing with speaking, yes. you know, working on speaking mm-hmm. and ignoring the writing, which, you know, it is an average your score. So, you know, but at the, in the end, we can't ignore any of the four areas on the IELTS exam. Exactly. You know, we have to address that writing, writing test. Exactly. You can't <clears throat> practice what's easy. And that's what a lot of stu- students are doing, right? If, if, and, and I don't blame them, right? It's, you know, you want to feel confident yeah. and you want to feel it's good and you don't want to work too hard all the time. I get it. Um, <laughs> yeah. but mm-hmm. it, for an IELTS exam where it is four very different sections, right? And their scores do not yeah. impact each other, you know, like, right. great. You're good at speaking. Awesome. You're going to get the score you need, but how's your reading skill? You know, like, you really have to look at that. And and um, a lot of people, a lot of students from other countries don't come from a culture of reading and they think they don't like to read when really they've never yeah. like given it a chance because it's this whole strange yeah. thing they don't understand. They think they won't like. So guys, you got to challenge yourself, right? Totally. And just don't lie to yourself. Like if you know that, for example, writing is your weakest skill and you're just ignoring writing, you know, in your preparation, then, you know, just shine the light on that and take a look at it and go into it because that's the way we start to like something as we get better at it. We have to dig in. Right. We have to dig in. That sense of achievement and satisfaction, um, it's much uh, bigger if it's something that was difficult than something that was easy, right? If you worked mm-hmm. hard for something, your sense of achievement is going to be much greater than if you chose an easy path. So just remember, guys, oh, yeah. I mean, your, your time is, you are, you're controlling your time, right? Mm-hmm. You control where you spend it. If you're just looking at random resources about stuff you already know, that's a waste of time. If you want to really challenge yourself and reach the scores you need, then get into our course because we have the exact level of the IELTS exam and help you reach it. Yeah. And that's why in our course, the writing module is the biggest, the deepest, and the most so kind of, big. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's deep. It's big. It's meaty. I yeah. think is the word that we've used to describe it exactly. because it needs to be because mm-hmm. we see over and over and over that you guys are getting fives, 5.5s right. uh, in writing. And we're here to help you guys with that. Exactly. Exactly. I tell you everything you need for every IELTS question ever from the beginning of time to the end of time, <laughs> you will be able to answer it ever. very well with a high scoring essay. <laughs> if you like take that. our course. Okay. I like that. But yeah. today we're talking about speaking. Yes. So yes. Um, also in our course, guys, we have these power hours. It's this online class where you can meet with me and other students from around the world and get real-time live feedback on your speaking and writing. And lately in our power hours, I've been um, talking about the strategy Lindsay and I came up with on this podcast about describing people. Um where if you guys didn't listen, look it up, describing people. Um, the strategy is first describe what they look like, then describe their personality, then tell a story about that person. So 
perfect strategy for part two. But it got me thinking, like, as I'm going through this and practicing this with students in the course, um, really helping them to feel comfortable with this strategy, I thought, let's come up with some strategies for other part two questions. So today, we're going to talk about a strategy for describing places, another very common speaking part two question. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's interesting because, you know, it's again, I think this goes back to the importance of having a template, right, Jessica? Mm-hmm. We've, you know, we've talked about this in our last episode, always, you know, going into everything with a template. And of course, that's another thing that we we give you guys in our course. But today, we'll just give you a hint of one piece of one potential exactly. template that you could yeah. use. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we, <laughs> we thought that we are going to follow the same theme, the same idea um, of describing people by answering the question very directly and then telling a story. Like those are the two basic steps that we're going to follow probably for all of these strategies. So um, first, say how you got there and why you were there, how you got there, why you went there, we could say. Um, mm-hmm. And then describe what it looks like. And again, this should be organized, right? I talk about this in the course. This should be organized. So, for example, if you're describing a place, organize it from the front door to the back door, right? Like, what do you see when you walk in? Pretend you keep walking forward. What do you see then? So it's it's organized, like spatially organized. Um, and then tell a story about what you did there. So very easy sort of three-step strategy. Guys, on this podcast, we only give you a small fraction of what's available in our course. There's much more to learn, and there are many practice exercises that you can go through in the Three Keys IELTS Success System to make sure you get your seven or higher. It's guaranteed. We guarantee a score increase on any of the four sections of your exam. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S to enroll today. Awesome. And as long as we stick to the template, we'll be okay. Right, Jessica? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Of course. Our templates yeah. are, are gold, are guaranteed gold. gold. Okay. Pure gold. I'm going to okay. bring up Let's my timer here. Um, we're, Lindsay and I were each going to do an example. Um, so Lindsay is going to describe a place she went to near water. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lindsay, yes. are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it. All right. Let's go for it. Go ahead and begin. Okay. So the place I'd like to describe is my parents' place on the South Shore. The summer, the place I go every summer, actually, I, I go there often. I go every weekend during the summers. So this evokes a lot of positive emotions in me when I think about it and lots of great memories. But how the way that I usually get there is I usually take sometimes I jump on a ferry and I take my bike on the ferry and then I drive in a very busy on a very busy road to get to the actual house and sometimes I almost get run over but it's fine <laughs> because in the end I usually arrive intact um and when I'm there it is just breathtaking. It's gorgeous. This place is a very non very non-pretentious place but it is you know, right on the ocean and their places on the harbor. So as I approach the house, I'm driving in a, on a very thin piece of uh, biking on a thin piece of land to get out to the house. And then I reach the house and I park my bike on the deck and I walk in and I walk through the kitchen. And then the first thing I see is the ocean. I see the harbor right in front of the house. There are large glass windows. And then I see a deck and it, I just feel amazing because I'm there and it's the weekend and I feel good and I can relax. I'm out of the city. 
And so one particularly amazing memory for me was my 34th birthday that I was able to spend at this at this beach house at my beach house in Situate, Massachusetts. And originally the plan was to go camping with some friends, but it was looking like it was going to rain. So we had a good backup plan. I had my friends come out to the beach house and we just had a wonderful day just drinking beers out on the deck and grilling food. And we sat outside on the deck at, at the picnic table and told stories until, you know, well past midnight until we were just exhausted, just drinking wine and having All a right, great time. That's two minutes. <laughs> okay. That was good. <laughs> um, cool. That sounds like so much fun. Um, so a couple things that I noticed about Lindsay's answers that you guys could learn from. Um, she said evokes positive emotions. And I love this idea of, um, well, first of all, evoke is a total awesome yeah. word, very high level, but also like a place making you feel something, mm. right? Like s- describing something that's personal to you. Um, so I like that evokes positive emotions. I mean, it makes her feel good, right? To think about mm-hmm. it. Um, and then she, we've talked about trying to use humor. She told the joke, like, Sometimes you almost get run over, like in your journey there. Like, that's funny. And when you laugh again, you relax and the examiner relaxes. Sure. Um, and how you, how the time ended up working out, I thought was interesting. So how and why you go there, that was over half of your answer. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Mm. Which is interesting. And then actually describing what it looks like was less was, yeah, it was like 20 seconds. And then you went into mm. the story. So, um, I like that because I think the, the, the importance of this place is bigger for you than what it actually looks like. Like, like the meaning of this place mm. is bigger for you than just describing, oh, there's a window and a table. Right. So, right. No, that yeah, makes sense. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I Good. like that. And if we are spending more time talking about the things that matter to us in the answer, that's where the nice tone will come in our voice and the yes. variety will come exactly. that will increase our pronunciation scores. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. Um, okay. So I'm just going to time myself because I already have my timer, Lindsay. Oh, don't worry. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. (laughs) So my topic is describe a place I went to that was noisy. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start now. Um, this question is actually really easy for me because just this morning I went to one of the noisiest places in the world. A daycare. Uh, when, <laughs> so I went there, of course, because I have a son who is not yet kindergarten age, but one still must work. So <laughs> parents take their kids to daycare and James goes three days a week. So I take him there three mornings a week. Um, and <laughs> this morning when we arrived, so we, we go by car and I always take my, our dog with us, Ozzy, because I feel bad leaving him at home by himself. <laughs> I have great like dog owner guilt if he's like inside too much. So I pile the, the kid and the dog into the back of my VW bug, <laughs> try and, try and, uh, uh, put James seatbelt on while Ozzy's just licking my hair <laughs> for like five minutes. And it's a hectic morning, but it's super fun. I love it. So, um, we arrive in one piece more or less and then get Ozzy to stay in the car. We run in with James. Um, and as soon as you open the door, all you hear is just kids shouting, Whoa. just yelling over each other and i'm looking at these teachers and they still have smiles on their faces and i'm like how 
how are you okay? This is so loud. And you don't only hear kids yelling and their voices, but you also just the toys are noisy, just the banging and the the blocks wow. just being knocked over. So um that's that's you know, that also mirrors what you see then. You see these kids running around crazy <laughs> the moment you walk in. And of course, it's a very colorful classroom because it's a daycare. There's big letters and big numbers all over the place to practice their skills. Um, so it's a very bright place, but just way too noisy for me to spend much time in. Okay, that's two minutes. So I didn't even complete... Well, I guess the story I told... You can hear Ozzy shaking. Sorry. <laughs> the story I told was the story of us getting in the car. Mm-hmm. I think that would be. Yeah, I like that, st- um, that story, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's very, it's very uh, Vivid. visceral. You Vivid can, like, and visceral. Feel the, yeah. I liked yeah. how you used the vocabulary of Ozzy licking your hair. That was really funny. I thought that was, <laughs> I can imagine how hectic that must have been. <clears throat> and you also used the word it's hectic. hilarious. Yeah, that's a great word, guys. So um, a lot of you guys have hectic experiences every day. You guys are busy. There's lots to do, just like us. So you can definitely use this word on the speaking exam if you just feel <laughs> just crazy busy. And it doesn't have to be bad. Like my hectic experiences with my son and my dog, it's not bad. I love it. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. But it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the expression you used to arrive in one piece. That was good. I like that. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some good stuff, guys. Um, so I generally follow the strategy, right? Tried to fit everything in there. Um, the how and why I got there was definitely the longest, but it was the most interesting part, I think. And then, um, of course, directly answer the question, mm. how was it noisy? That's right? That has That's to be point. in there. Um, and a little bit about what it looks like. And then a small story about us actually trying to get to the place. So yeah, there you go. All of the elements yeah. are present. <laughs> You got it. Careful to make sure we do directly answer the question. Sometimes yeah. when there's a question in the, in the, to- within the topic, right? When it's, cause mine was easier. It's just a, a place near water, right? It's pretty straightforward, but why was it noisy? Right. It was the question, right? So it might be mm-hmm. easy to forget to answer that question. So we just want to make sure we remember that and think about that on the speaking test. And remember that these strategies we're talking about are flexible. You guys, mm-hmm. they're not like strict rules. I mean, in my answer, I didn't organize it in a way that what how we told you the strategy was organized at first. Like my story came first, mm-hmm. not last, right? Okay. So it is flexible, you guys, and it does have to fit the question. So yeah. the, the part about it being noisy, like in our strategy, we didn't describe what you heard there, but you have right. to include that in your answer. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not, you know, the be all end all of organizing your answer. It's just a guide. It's just a guide, right? Exactly. We can't do this in a robotic fashion and kind of just try to plug it in and and make it work. No, we have to use our brains a bit here. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, it's similar to the strategies in our course for how you answer essay questions and how you organize speaking answers. Um, They are flexible and you are meant to take these and use them by yourself. I give you the simple templates and then you practice it a lot in the course and make it your own. So that's an important thing to remember. Awesome. I love it. So if you guys want to get into the course, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and we're out for today. Yeah. (laughs) Good one. Good episode, Lindsay. Good job. All right, Jessica. I'll (laughs) see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.